Alpa Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. Good morning to everyone. I hope you're having a wonderful day. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Long weekend for some of you with uh, Labor Day. It is September the 5th. Can't believe we already are in September. These weeks are going to just get crazier and crazier as time goes by. Wanted to stop by and say good morning to everyone. And I'll be back with some segments coming up real soon. There's a couple of things I want to touch upon that have happened over the weekend and posts that I've come across that I would like to talk about as well. So stay tuned. Go grab yourself a cup of coffee, a cup of tea, your apple, your banana this morning, your breakfast cereal. Just go get ready if you aren't ready already. And um, if you're not at work and you're being cheeky, listening to podcasts instead of doing your job. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned. Alba Nouveau here with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. Alba Nouveau here, Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. If you were listening to my station a couple days ago, I want to say, I did touch upon Joel Osteen. And the fact how he didn't want to open his church doors to the victims of Harvey. Now, I I should have called it on the station, but I was definitely thinking about it in my head. Um, Joel Osteen is now in hot water again after there's footage that emerged from the church ushers collecting donations from storm victims. Now... (laughs) I believe it's his wife was doing this this little sermon what's her name Lisa Austin I want to say that's his wife is doing her quick bullshit sermon suckering people into feeling a certain way to then uh, I don't know empty out their pockets um, she actually makes the people who or tells the people who are affected by the storm to stand up in the crowd and they tell their fellow churchgoers to pray for them. And she gives this whole sermon about how the recovery from Harvey will not be slow or hard, but quick and easy because God's got a plan for you. And she's given her whole bullshit spiel, her her speech to butter up people and sucker them into afterwards handing out a collection plate. These people are stuck in shelters. These people came to this church lastly because all the, the doors were closed. The doors were closed until all the other shelters were at capacity and then he decided to take in people. But you'll be amazed at what he says on why he didn't open his church doors before. Obviously, you've heard the whole bullshit story about, oh, the the, the flooding before and, and security reasons. Uh, dude, there was no security on on the property, first of all. Because if that was the case, when those two guys went and recorded the fact that there was no flooding, somebody would have stopped them along somewhere along the way. So, um... There's security issues. If there's security issues, chances are there's always a security guard on hand. Chances. 
not saying always, but chances are that they would have some sort of security guard. Knowing that there was this issue with the flooding and it wasn't flooding, you would have had someone somewhere around the doors. But no, they made sure that nobody was around. No one was visible to other people, yet there was cars in the parking lots. So there were cars in the parking lots, no one's visible, no security guard around the whole building that was flooding, which there definitely was not, just a couple puddles around the building. And yet he didn't open the door and came up with some bullshit story. It, you know what, I was thinking to myself, as soon as these people do get into the stadium, he's going to want people to give money. And I was like, nah, I don't think he'd be that stupid to go and do something like that. But no, I was wrong. He ends up, <laughs> he does end up asking for donations, which wasn't a shocker, but at the same time is a shocker. Like, you have the audacity. And you know what? I don't like the way this guy looks. He has this smug look on his face that just oh he's creepy to me more than anything but I want you to listen to what he said on uh, today's show I have a clip here that I'm going to play sorry if it gets a little fuzzy because this, this speaker does get a little loud but I'm playing it directly from my computer I guess I could have just downloaded it and added it to this um, recording but listen to what he says I might have to play it actually in the next segment because this clip is about 43 seconds and I don't think I have that long on this segment left. So stay tuned to the next segment. I will play the recording and then we'll continue on having our conversation as to this douchebag who is taking advantage of the fact that these people are vulnerable. You butter them up, tell them some bullshit story. And do I believe in God? Yes. But this guy is, is not godly at all. He's just in it for the money. Stay tuned for the next segment. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. I'm going to go ahead and play that clip for you guys. Sounds like you think uh, the criticism itself uh, is unfounded and, and just a bit silly. But but you guys did put out a statement on Monday. And in that statement, you, you said in part, we are prepared to shelter people once the cities and county shelters reach capacity. I think a lot of folks probably read that or heard that and, and thought, why wouldn't the house of, of worship open its doors immediately, initially, even perhaps before some of the other shelters? We're all about helping people. This is what the, the church is and our church is all about. So. I think it's, I don't know if it's unfounded, but I think if people were here, they'd realize there were safety issues. This building had flooded before, and so we were just being precautious. But the main thing is the city didn't ask us to become a shelter then. So you're kidding me, right? He's stating here that because the city didn't tell them to become a shelter, that he wouldn't think of letting people come to get shelter at this church that is... A freaking stadium that can easily house a couple thousand people. <sighs> I, how are uh, when you want to do something, you do it from the heart. Like you don't have to be asked to do a good deed. This is just something that comes from within. And being a pastor. Shouldn't this love for your fellow human uh, 
fellow brothers and sisters come come first i i don't i don't i really i'm having a hard time understanding why this man would say some stupid shit like the city didn't ask us to become a shelter like are you fucking kidding me do you have to wait for your city to tell you to become a shelter when you see people are being dragged by running water down streets people who are neck deep in water you really needed your city to tell you to open your doors you don't pay taxes you are a church and yet you had no compassion for the people who needed help at that time <laughs> what was his his choice of words then God said help yourself and then he just left it at that there, there was no addition to that that saying that verse this guy is just in it for the money and it shows it shows because they go as far to uh, get collections after mass here's the thing you have that um, guy, what's his name? Mattress Mac. He opened his warehouse and floor to the people who needed shelter. No one asked him to be a shelter. And yet he opened his doors, providing shelter, food, words of kindness help to people and he wasn't asked by his city to do so so who's in it who's in it for the love of their fellow brothers and sisters if you had to say between mattress mac and joel Osteen, who here who here would you follow What's even more sickening is then after all of this that's being said, all of this is being shown, it's obvious, you know what I'm saying? So it's not like it's made up stories, it's not fake news, you're, you're seeing this play out. The fact that anybody would still follow him, the fact that anybody would still listen to a sermon by Joel or his wife, it shows how brainwashed a lot of these people are. I'm all for religion. Like I told you before, I I was raised Catholic, but I can't be a hypocrite. I can't. I can't go to church, make it seem like nothing's going on, like I'm not a sinner, and then put it on to others. I don't believe in enforcing religion onto anyone either. But this guy's sick. I, sorry, I got cut off a little earlier. Um, oh, I'm going to continue speaking about what I think. Um, you know, there's a saying that tells you that um, you shouldn't judge. But when someone does something like this, how could you not talk about it? How could you not point out the fact that this person is just out for money? At this point, I, I, it, it's not judging. It's obvious that this man... Is just in it for the money how many millions does this church rake in 
the fact that as soon as the um, sermon finishes, ushers begin passing out collection plates to some of the people um, from Houston to donate. And the fact that many of these people in there have lost their homes to floodwaters. A lot of them probably don't even have money in their pockets to just hand out. And yet, Osteen's net worth is estimated at 40 to 70 million. If anything, some of this money that he's been collecting before can be used to help these people. If this church was really thinking about doing some good, when it comes to making Houston whole again, when it comes to getting these people into homes, he would be the first fucker to donate money or start building homes himself. But I can't help but think if he starts doing that, he'd probably be the jackass to try to hike up some rent. Just thought. I'm calling it out now. Because I didn't call it out before, even though I thought that he would try to get money from these victims. And I should have said it when I thought it. Because I knew deep down that that might have happened. But I, I kept saying, okay. Maybe he didn't open his church doors, but maybe he he won't do anything else that's stupid. But you know what? He's another one that just doesn't need to talk to media because he keeps putting his foot in his mouth. He should have someone make statements for him or represent him because every time he does a live um, interview or whatnot, he just ends up putting his foot in his mouth. What gets me is that when I read these posts like on Facebook and whatnot, there's still people that are defending him. How do you defend this? How do you defend it? The man doesn't open the doors when people needed him the most. This guy is estimated at 40, 70, 40 to 70 million and doesn't pay taxes. And now he's trying to do collections while saying sermons to people who are in the audience who themselves are victims. As a matter of fact, she tells them to stand up, his wife. What's her name again? Uh, what's her name, what's her name? Forgot her name, whatever. Lisa, Lisa Osteen, that's it. She has everyone stand up, like, yes, uh, l let's spot you out real quick. How many of you in here are affected? Chances are the people that are in there, the majority of them are affected by this because they are in the same city. And the people are still holding on to each other and taking in the sermon and the praise and hallelujah. These are, these are false prophets. <laughs> these are like those motivational speakers who don't give a fuck about you but want you to buy their books they find the power and the money in playing you for a sucker giving you positive it, you know what positivity is good and all because i'd be one to promote some positivity 
But some of these people are doing it for the wrong reasons. Some of these people are just doing it to gain monetarily. But anyway, thank you so much for listening. Alba Nouveau here with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. Stay tuned for more upcoming segments. Alba Nouveau here, Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. On the topic of hurricanes, we now know that Hurricane Irma has grown to a powerful Category 4 storm. And um, Florida Governor Rick Scott declared a state of emergency for Florida ahead of the Hurricane Irma's possible landfall there as early as this weekend. The storm has a maximum sustained winds of 130 miles per hour late Monday afternoon. And the U.S. National Hurricane Center said additional strengthening is expected. Irma was centered 490 miles east of the Leeward Islands and moving up at 13 miles per hour. Emergency officials warned that the storm could jump up to 10 inches, 25 centimeters of rain, unleash landslides, dangerous flash floods, and generate waves of up to 23 feet as the storm grew, drew closer. Excuse me. They're looking for Irma to be a very significant event. Ronald Jackson, executive director of the Caribbean Disaster Emergency Management Agency, said by phone, I can't recall a tropical cone developing that rapidly into a major hurricane prior to arriving in the central Caribbean. The storm center was forecast to move near over the northern Leeward Islands late Tuesday and early Wednesday, the hurricane center said. The U.S. residents were urged to monitor the storm's progress in case it should turn northward towards Florida, Georgia, or the Carolinas. The hurricane has the potential to become a major event for the East Coast. It's also had its potential to significantly strain FEMA and other governmental resources occurring so quickly on the heels of the Hurricane Harvey. In the Caribbean, the government, the governor of British Virgin Islands urged people on Onegata Island to leave if they could, noting that Irma's eye was expected to pass 35 miles from the capital of Roadtown. Antigua shuttered schools on Monday and the government office closures were expected to follow. We can't do any about anything about it, Christian said by the phone, adding that she had stocked up on food and water. We just have to wait it out. Both Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands expected four inches to eight inches of rain with winds of 40 to 50 miles per hour with gusts up to 60 miles per hour. Puerto Rico's government, Ricardo Rosello, activated the National Guard, canceled classes for Tuesdays, and declared a half-day of work. He also warned of flooding and power outages. It's no secret that the infrastructure of the, the Puerto Rico Power Authority is deteriorated, Rosello said. Meteorologist Roberto Garcia warned that Puerto Rico could experience hurricane-like conditions in the next 48 hours should the storm's path shift. Any deviation, which is still possible, could bring even more severe conditions to Puerto Rico and the U.S. Virgin Islands, Garcia said. I, w I want to touch on this. I am praying so hard that this hurricane does not hit Puerto Rico, Florida, the Carolinas, Georgia. It's just too much right now. It is it is scary for me because I have a lot of family in Florida and seeing how Texas is going so far it will put a strain on FEMA on help on anyone getting the help that they may need 
the category this high, it could potentially cause a lot of damage, and there's already too much damage being caused by previous Hurricane Harvey. I really am hoping that it doesn't touch any lands because the loss could be catastrophic, catastrophic and one thing one thing is we don't need another another hurricane. The hurricane warning was issued for Antigua and Barbado, Anguilla, Montserrat, St. Kitts and Nevis, St. Martin, Saba, St. Martin St. Bart's Hurricane Watch is in effect for Puerto Rico, Vieques, Culebra, the British and U.S. Virgin Islands, and um, Guadalupe. Tropical Storm Warning was in effect for Guadalupe and a Tropical Storm Watch Out for Dominica. It's not in long distance. It could affect us in a tremendous way. I'm not saying that to alarm anyone or scare anyone, but I want the Virgin Islands to be prepared. I want everyone to be prepared, and I hope it doesn't hit land. Albanuvo here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. Since we're speaking on hurricanes, I wanted to find some information for you guys. Um, anyone who may be listening from the islands, from Florida, from Georgia, the Carolinas. Um, I know a lot of you may already know this because you've passed through other hurricanes, but for many of you who may not know, I just want to talk to you about a couple of basic prepared uh, tips for when a hurricane is going to hit land or be somewhere in your area. A basic prepared tips are, number one, know where to go. If you're ordered to evacuate, know the local hurricane evacuation routes to take and have a plan for where you can stay. Contact your local emergency management agency for more information. Number two, put together a go bag disaster supply kit, including flashlight, batteries, cash, first aid supplies, medications, copies of critical information if you need to evacuate. Number three, if you're not in an area that is advised to evacuate and you decide to stay in your home, pl plan for adequate supplies in case you lose power and water for several days. You are not able to leave due to flooding or blocked roads. Number four, make a family emergency communication plan. So this is basically letting everyone know what will happen in case it does hit, where to go, who's in charge of what, if you have pets, who's in charge of the pet, who's in charge of um, carrying certain equipment or money. Make sure that everyone knows what is going on, even the smaller children. Number five, many communities have text or email alerting systems for emergency notifications. To find out what alerts are available in your area, search the internet with your town, city, or county name and the word alerts. Now, preparing your home. Hurricane winds can cause trees and branches to fall. So before hurricane season, trim and remove damaged trees and limbs to keep you and your property safe. You still have time right now for many in people in, for, for example, Florida, to take the time to go around your property and clean up those trees and extra debris. 
secure loose rain gutters downspouts clear any clogged areas debris to prevent water from damaging your property reduce property damage by retrofitting to secure and reinforce the roof windows and doors including the garage doors purchase a portable generator or install a generator for use during power outages remember to keep generators and other alternate power heat sources outside at least 20 feet away from windows doors protected from moisture and never try to use the power of the house wiring by plugging a generator into a wall socket consider building a fema safe room or storm shelter designed to protect from high winds and locations above flooding levels. Now this is obviously for people who may, I don't know, live on a hill of some sort. Uh, it's always be best to be on high lands because it will take longer for the water to reach you. Now, when on Hurricane Watch, review your evacuation routes and listen to local officials. If you do feel like it's a little bit more dire than what they're saying to you, go by your gut feeling and evacuate. Now, obviously, evacuate with safety in mind. Make sure to be on the lookout for power lines and try to get out before it does become very serious. Make sure to review the items in your disaster supply kit and add items to the household needs for children, parents, individuals with disabilities, or other access and functional needs for or for pets. When there's a hurricane warning, you want to follow evacuation orders from local officials if given. Check in with family and friends by texting or using social media. Make sure that your batteries are fully charged. I cannot stress that enough. Follow the hurricane timeline preparedness checklist depending on when the storm is anticipated to hit and impact that the projected the impact that is projected for your location. Stay tuned for more information. Albanuvo here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut, and I'm going over some tips for um, preparedness for hurricanes. I don't want to go over now what to do when a hurricane is. A good ways away and you have time to prepare make sure to turn on your TV or radio in order to get the latest weather updates and emergency instructions make sure to build or restock sorry I'm sorry build or restock your emergency prepared kits including water water sufficient for at least three days medications flashlights batteries cash first aid supplies plan how to communicate your family members if you do lose power for example you can call text email or use social media remember that during disaster sending text messages is usually reliable and faster than making phone calls because phone lines will be overloaded review obviously the evacuation plan with your family you may have to leave quickly so please plan ahead keep your car in good working condition make sure the gas tank is full Stock your vehicle with emergency supplies and, importantly, changes of clothes. If you also have anything like ponchos, um, any type of wetsuits and whatnot, just in case, it's better safe to be sorry. Make sure that you do stock this as well. When a hurricane obviously still has a long way for coming, make sure that you bookmark your city or county website for quick access 
to storm updates and emergencies instructions, bring loose, lightweight objects inside that could be projectiles and high winds, like furniture, uh, patio furniture, garbage cans, you know, all of that stuff. Anchor objects that would be unsafe to bring inside. For example, if you have your barbecue grills with propane tanks, make sure that you put that somewhere where it cannot fly because all it takes is for that thing to fly around, hit something the wrong way, and explode. So make sure those things are chained down in your storage rooms, in your, um, wherever you have it, make sure that this stuff gets chained down. Once again, trim or remove trees that are close enough to fall on buildings. If the tree is is too big for you, obviously, to trim, then make sure that your cars aren't parked under large trees if it is possible. You want to make sure that you keep um, your shelter away from an area that possibly has a tree over it. So if you have a home where trees are over lining the top of certain bedrooms, make sure that you're not using that room as a shelter just in case the tree is to fall or one of the branches are to come off that it doesn't come through a window or even the top of the home. Cover all of your home windows. You can start off by putting tape on the inside of your windows and boarding up your windows. Make sure that you have a good supply right now of long nails, screws, and boards to board up the windows. Um, people who have gated windows have a bit of a, a leeway to uh, make sure that nothing comes in through the windows, but still make sure that on the inside of your windows you are using tape and are using boards to maintain that it doesn't, um, if you can get it behind the grill, because chances are if the wind's pushing in through that piece of wood could become a projectile if that window busts if you do put it on the inside. But if you can get it behind the grill before the window, that could be very, very helpful to where the grill will hold it in place and it, it won't fly in when um, the wind does begin blowing. Permanent storm shutters offer the best protection for windows, but some of us, you know, don't have the time or the money to do that and such short notice. A second option is obviously to board the windows with the 558 exterior grade or marine plywood cut to fit and ready to install. So make sure you get those sizes set up and start installing those um, the plywood to board up your windows. When a hurricane's about six to 18 hours from arriving, turn your TV radio, check the city county website every 30 minutes in order to get the latest weather updates and emergency instructions. Make sure to charge up those batteries. Stay tuned for more tips. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, uncut. I'm gonna continue with the hurricane preparing. What to do when a hurricane is six hours from arriving? Number one, if you're not in an area that is recommended for evacuation, please stay at home and where you are and let friends and family know where you are. There's ways that you can do this on Facebook just to assure that everyone's okay. There's um, certain ways for you to check in yourself to make sure that you are safe. So try using those when you're in the process of being around the storm to let others know that you are safe.
and potentially after the storm to let them know that you are still safe. Close storm shutters and stay away from windows. Flying glass from broken windows could injure you. Number three, turn your refrigerator or freezer to the coldest setting and open only when necessary. If you lose power, food will last longer. Keep a thermometer in the refrigerator to be able to check the food temperature when the food is restored. What we like to do is make sure that everything is in the freezer. Um, stock your freezer as much as possible. Make sure it's at its highest setting so that if power does go out, it will last you a lot longer. And number four, turn on your TV and radio. And once again, continue to watch and check with city county websites every 30 minutes in order to get the latest weather updates and emergency instructions. You wanna make sure that you are paying attention to emergency instructions and every update because like this, you are not left in the dark and you know what is happening, what is potential to happen, and you will know which steps to take next if it does touch down in certain areas. What do you want to do after a hurricane? Listen to local officials for updates and instructions. Check in with family and friends by using texting or using social media. Once, and, once again, do the check-ins with Facebook. It's very, very helpful. If you are not home, return home only when authorities indicate that it is safe. Watch out for debris and downed power lines. Very important. If there's flooding and there are downed power lines, all you have to do is touch one toe into that water and you will be electrocuted. So please stay safe. Avoid, this brings me to my next one, avoid walking or driving through floodwaters. Just six inches of moving water can knock you down and one foot of fast moving water can sweep your vehicle away. Avoid flood water as it may be electrically charged from underground or down power lines and may hide dangerous debris or places where the ground is washed away. Photograph the damage to your property in order to assist in filing an insurance claim. And last, do what you can do to prevent further damage to your property. If you can put a tarp on damaged roofs, as insurance may not cover additional damage that occurs from the storm, Make sure that you have everything up to date and any important papers put in Ziploc bags. Your deed to your home, your driver's license, birth certificates, um, children's vaccination records, um, anything, any paper of importance, please put in Ziploc bags. And if you have a cooler, what we tend to do is put in Ziploc bags all the important paperwork and then stick them in coolers. Just please make sure that when you are hearing about hurricanes that you sign up for alerts and warnings, make a family communication plan, plan your shelter options, know your evacuation routes, build, restock your disaster supply kits, and your stock of food and water. Consider buying flood insurance. Familiarize yourself with local emergency plans, know where to go and how to get there should you need to. And stay tuned always to the local wireless emergency alerts, TV, radio for weather updates, emergency instructions, or evacuation orders. 
thank you so much for listening. These are just some tips that, um, that you can find on various websites. One website that I checked out was ready.gov slash hurricanes. This is Alba Nouveau with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. I hope you find this information helpful. I'm back again to let you know a couple of applications that you can use to make everything easier for you to communicate with your family and friends when it comes to hurricane. Now obviously you'll be able to use any social media that you would like, but the easiest ones to make sure that you are okay and work really well from a couple that I've um, used and listened to myself. Use the Facebook check-ins for emergencies such as storms, any type of disaster not not necessarily just storms but if you need to check in when anything has happened Facebook check-ins is a good way to let everyone know that you're okay hence if they're on Facebook if you are not on Facebook another way for you to communicate with each other via your phone is using an application called Zello Zello is a walkie-talkie based application that lets you create channels so it can be private and also on Zello, you can find other channels that give information for weather, evacuations, or help if needed. I've noticed when it comes to Hurricane Harvey that a lot of people were using the application Zello to communicate amongst each other's help for preparing, for finding people, for just getting help out to people who may be stuck in situations. Um, so definitely check out Zello and download Zello for your phone. Um, please make sure that when using these applications that you shut off applications that you are not using. For example, try not to waste too much battery in using things like Instagram Live, Facebook Live, any type of live type of streaming may drain your battery. So try to opt out for using lower resolution on videos um, and going into your phone settings and taking off anything that you will not be using during the storm. If you need to keep yourself entertained, instead of using your phone and scrolling through things, make sure that you grab a book. A book to read um, will save you some battery life because you won't be bored and looking through your phone or let's just say even your tablet. Make sure that any electronics that you have are fully charged so that if you're not able to use your phone, you then can use your laptop or your tablet or whatever other device that you may have. If you still have hanging around a battery operated radio, that's even better. So you can stay tuned into any emergency services information. Um, other applications, try not to spend too much time doing Instagram pictures, live. Um, Twitter is another way as well to get some information from other people's from your area. So if you can search hashtags for your city, hashtag for the storm itself, sometimes people are sending out information on where to go. Um, they will also tell you where flooding's happening, what danger areas there are, and which areas to avoid. It takes me back to Zello as well, that there is, there are people there who will tell you 
don't come to this area or don't go to certain areas because um, it's not safe. So I definitely recommend Zillow because a lot of people jump on there to um, get information out as quick as possible and also ways for people to call out for help if they are in need. Those are just a couple. If you guys think of anyone, uh, any other ways to keep in contact with other people during hurricanes, please feel free to call into the station. Let us know what you do in case of emergencies. If you have any tips that you perhaps haven't heard in any of the segments here, remember that children and pets will be scared. Try to find ways to keep them occupied, coloring books, activities, games that you may play with each other. Make sure that you have enough food and water for pets and um, keep their carry cases uh, if you ever need to evacuate and take them along with you. Please do not leave your pets tied up outside of any building because that's just cruel. That's just, just cruel. Anyway. Thank you so much for listening. This is your girl, Abunivo, here with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. Stay safe, everyone. It's your girl, Abunivo, here with the quote of the day from BrainyQuote.com. And the quote goes a little bit something like this. What happens is not as important as how you react to what happens. This quote is from Ellen Glasgow. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Alpha Nouveau with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut with the brainy quote of the day. Alpha Nouveau here, Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. And um, I've started off today's podcast with a bit of uh, gloom and darkness, but uh, I want to I wanna pep it up a bit, make it a little happier, a little bit more positive, and maybe play a little bit of music for you guys. So... Stay tuned to a couple segments with some music because we could use a little dancing in our lives right now. A little happiness, perhaps. Stay tuned. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. I thought I'd um, make these segments a lot happier whatnot, but I hate to be the bearer of bad news. Apparently, I'm now seeing that Hurricane Irma is now a Category 5 storm as it heads for land. Hurricane Irma was upgraded to a Category 5 storm today, Tuesday, with the maximum sustained winds of 175 miles per hour, expected as it moves towards the Leeward Islands in the Eastern Caribbean, the Miami-based National Hurricane Center said Tuesday. The extremely dangerous hurricane is forecast to pass over the north, northern and leeward islands as early as the end of Tuesday and on current modeling could veer to north towards the U.S. mainland later this week. Oh my god, it just doesn't sound any good, does it? With it being a Category 5 storm with 175 miles per hour sustained wind, this is now the strongest Atlantic hurricane in a decade. And this was a quote by Brad Nitz. <sighs> While Emer's exact path can't be known, Florida is already bracing for the worst. Government Perry declared a state of emergency. 
that is Florida's governor, Rick Perry, saying that the move was necessary to ensure enough authorities had enough time, resources, and flexibility to get prepared for this dangerous storm. In Florida, we always prepare for the worst and hope for the best. While the exact path of Irma is not absolutely known at this time, we cannot afford to not be prepared. Irma was last reported at about 270 miles east of Antigua. It's forecasted to hit the Libor Islands group by late today, Tuesday, or early Wednesday, bringing storm surges, torrential rain, and dangerous winds. Irma is moving at... 14 miles per hour is and predicted to raise normal levels by up to 11 feet as part of the Leeward Islands and bring a large destructive waves with it. It just doesn't sound like it's getting any bigger, better, is it? I really am hoping that this, um, this hurricane doesn't cause too much damage. It's it's, it just doesn't look good to the fact that it's gone up in category now. It's it's become stronger, hasn't it? So all we can do right now is pray, pray that there's some sort of turn in this hurricane. Um, like he said before, we're gonna hope for the best and prepare for the worst, but. Let's try to stay positive. Let's continue to pray that this storm does not cause too much damage and displaces a lot more people, making it harder for resources to be shared with many people that will potentially or could potentially be in danger. This is Alba Nouveau, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. Sorry I had to be the bearer of bad news once again, but I just wanted to make sure that anyone who isn't paying attention to the news and perhaps is listening to the podcast is up to date with what's going on with Hurricane Irma. Stay tuned for upcoming segments. Thank you for listening. Alba Nouveau out. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut trying to see what Collins I have. Let's see who's on the line. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Oh, the sun is shining. The sun is shining a little bit. Uh, always my pleasure to uh, share your bits and bobs on Anchor and um, sending some sun down if you haven't got any. I hope it's not raining further south in England. Uh, me change? No. <laughs> Version 2, you see, like Anchor. Better. Here to stay. Hello, hello, hello. Hello, Simon. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call-in. And please do send some sunshine over here. It is oh, so gloomy. It's been all gloomy all day. But I think I might be spotting a little bit of sun, so it seems to be working. Continue to send it over. Because through the dark clouds and the gray, I think I'm starting to see a little bit of sun. Literally, right after I heard your message. So, you are magical. <laughs> and no, we don't need a 2.0, Simon. We, we like the original version. Stop doing so many upgrades to these. <laughs> it always messes up when they do upgrades. So, just, just stay the original, Simon. <laughs> 
Thank you once again for echoing some of my segments and for just being awesome. Thanks. Alba Nouveau here on Filtered, Unpolished, and Uncut. Make sure you tune in to Simon if you haven't already. <laughs> Alba Nouveau here on Filtered, Unpolished, and Uncut. I'm trying to contain my laughter as I talk to you about this segment because I'm going to have to read. Um, I found this article on Twitter and, um, <laughs> it's horrible, but funny at the same time. So a Tinder date ends with girl stuck trying to retrieve poo bag from window gap. I'm not joking. That is the actual, <laughs> that is the actual title. A fire brigade was called to Leon Smith's apartment when he found his date wedged inside his bathroom window. Due to the faulty flush, she attempted to throw her waist out the window, only to find <laughs> it got stuck in the gap. Soon she met the same fate as the poo bag, resulted in a busted window. <laughs> oh my god. I want to read to you the account from the guy on how it happened. The this story goes a little something like this. Oh, but before I tell you the story, there's an actual GoFundMe for the window to repair this window that was broken. So here's the story. I recently took a girl I met on Tinder to Nando's. We have a lovely evening and enjoyed each other's company very much. After our meal, we repaired. We repaired back to repaired. Back to my house for a bottle of wine and Scientology documentary. <laughs> what a date. About an hour into Louis Thoreau and chill. Oh, God. <laughs> my date got up to use the toilet. She returned with a panicked look in her face, and she told me she had something to tell me. I went for a poo in your to toilet, she told me. And it would not flush. I don't know why I did this, but I panicked, she continued. I reached into the toilet bowl, wrapped it in tissue paper, and threw it out the window. <laughs> I was understandably concerned and told her we would go outside, bag up the offending poo in the garden, bin it, and pretend the whole sorry affair had never happened. Unfortunately, owing a dark quirk of my house, the toilet window does not in fact open to the garden, but instead into a narrow gap of about a foot and a half separated from the outside world by another non-opening double glazed window. It was into the twilight zone that my date had thrown her poo. Here are two photos that can illustrate. Obviously I can't show you the photos, but if you go on Twitter you definitely find it because it is a trending story. As can be seen in this picture, the inside window opens to the top into the gap that is separated from the garden by a non-opening double glazed window pane seeing only one solution. I messaged our house group chat and went upstairs to find a hammer and a chisel to smash open the window. But my date had other ideas. Being an amateur gymnast, she was convinced that she could reach into the window and pull the poop out. Using the tried and tested inside out bag as glove technique. Unfortunately, she couldn't reach. She climbed further in and had the same problem. Eventually, I agreed to give her a boost into the window. She climbed in head first after her own turd, <laughs> reached deeper into the window, bags it up, and passed it out over the top back into the toilet where from 
<laughs> told it from whence it came. She called out to me to help her climb out of the window. I grabbed her by her waist and pulled, but she was stuck, stuck fast, and try as I might, we could not remove her from the window. She was stuck fast, upside down in a gap. Unfortunately for my date at the stage, I could not only see one way out of her predicament. She had been upside down in the window for about 15 minutes. At this point, I started to grow concerned for her health, and I called the fire brigade. Bristol's finest were on scene. Sirens blaring in a matter of minutes. Once they had composed themselves from surveying the scene in front of them, they sent to work removing my date from the window using a special fireman hammers and tools. It took them about 15 minutes. <laughs> There's an actual picture of them working to get her out of the window where she was stuck. This is hilarious. I, <laughs> this is like the best date ever. <laughs> The fact that there's a link to a GoFundMe for a broken window is fucking hilarious. Anyone um, looking to donate? <laughs> if you go on Twitter, it's a trending topic, so you'll find the link <laughs> to be able to donate if you want to hear uh, help this poor guy. <laughs> oh my god, I can't. Album Nouveau here, unfiltered, <laughs> unpolished, and uncut, or unflushed. <laughs> I am still here sitting a laughing Alba Nouveau here unfiltered unpolished and uncut I can't help but laugh so fucking hard at this whole thing about this girl getting stuck in her window but um trying to retrieve <laughs> poop um I wonder if there'll be a second date after that <laughs> But anyway, we have some calls. We have some calls. We have some calls. Yes. We have uh, calls from the one and only. And from Lobo. And um, let's go ahead and listen into what these gentlemen have to say. Hey, Alba. I just want to call in and say I was enjoying listening to your station today. Very informative. And it seems like you're the only person on Anchor that's talking about Joel Oilstein, Olstein, and his wife and the donations. And it, it, seem, it does seem like he, he's of that Trump elk because <laughs> he, he doesn't really seem to, to care too much. It's like he's trying to be PC, but he still is like, yeah, you know, I mean, nobody, the state didn't ask us. Well, yeah, the state didn't ask you to. <laughs> It's something you do out of the kindness of your heart. You're a Christian. Isn't that what they're supposed to do? Oh, it's okay when they come in there with the donations and shit. But, um, yeah, very, very odd to, to hear him talk about things. And, yeah, again, much, much love to the people in Houston and, damn, Florida about to go through it. You were talking about that, the Category 5. Man, crazy shit going on. But thanks for keeping us informed on the subjects. Dewan, I want to thank you for calling in to Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut with your girl, Abnevo, and yes. <laughs> Joel Olstein, what can I say about him that, hasn't, that I haven't said already? I'm actually quite surprised that you mentioned that I'm probably the only person talking about him. But you're right, I've been listening to a couple stations, I haven't, I haven't heard anything much about him. But you would think, like you mentioned, you would think that being Christian, quote-unquote, for him... He would just do things out of the kindness of his heart. But no. I do believe that he's just a scam. And will continue to play people for suckers. Because it seems like there's still people 
either going to the sermons, the services, or they just have no choice and just sitting there and might as well just play along. But um, the audacity to pull out collection plates <laughs> after telling, oh, is anyone, you know, anyone who here is affected by Harvey, please stand up. <laughs> With the real Slim Shady, please stand up. <laughs> like, okay, those are the main people we want to go in their pockets. Yes, thank you. Thank you for your donations. God loves you. <laughs> Jesus loves you. It's all going to get better if you donate. <laughs> like, are you fucking kidding me? Uh, he's just trying to save his own ass and is forgetting the fact that there's such thing as social media so the news gets out really quick especially if you're doing something as stupid as trying to pass around a collection plate for victims of Hurricane Harvey absolutely disgusting but thank you Dewan so much for calling into the station I appreciate it um, I'm glad that you are enjoying the show today and uh, hopefully I can continue to Make everyone enjoy what I have to offer and the stories I have to share. Thank you so much for listening to Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. I'm your girl, Happy Nouveau. Let's go on to another call-in. We have Lobo on the line. Before we go into our next call-in, I want to go ahead and give Dewan from the one and only a huge shout-out. Thank you so much for listening to myself here on unfiltered unpolished and uncut if you guys do not have a connection with Dewan, you definitely should go and favorite his station if you're looking for some laughs and for information <laughs> that provides you with absolutely nothing i definitely recommend you go and favorite the one and only you definitely have some laughs to last you for days Thank you, Duan, for always being so supportive. Once again, this is Albert Nouveau with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. Now let's head back to those call-ins. Para nuestra próxima llamada tenemos al señor Lobo hablando del tema de, de la cual yo he hablado, de los huracanes, huracanes Harvey y huracán Irma, que se proyecta a dar al sur de los Estados Unidos, dándole muy fuerte a las islas caribeñas y a Florida. Vamos a oír lo que el señor Lobo tiene que decir. Hola Alba, aquí Lobo. Pues vas a tener Collins en español, porque me gusta oír tu voz española. <ríe> eh, es preocupante, muy preocupante el tema de, de, de los huracanes y, y de lo que está pasando en Estados Unidos. Y se está juntando una cosa con otra. Y en los incendios en Los Ángeles. Pero es que también es un país inmensamente grande comparado con nuestra pequeña Europa. Y esto es más un grupo de neighborhood que, que, que un país. En cualquier caso... Eh, eso, toda ayuda es poca y saca lo mejor de las personas. Venga, hasta luego. Señor Lobo, muchas gracias por su llamada. Tengo que decir que cuando viene a este tipo de devastaciones, sí es 
sí es bueno ver qué tal buena la gente es, pero también yo creo que saca lo mal de las personas también. Porque hay gente que ven que la gente están en necesidades y tratan de sacarle más dinero o hay mucha gente que se están metiendo a robar muchos sitios, no importándole lo demás. Eh, tenemos al famoso Joe Austin que se priva de cristiano y anda llevándose el dinero a la gente que están en su pro que están sentados en su propia iglesia buscando cómo queda ese seco, tratando de proteger sus familias y ahí está pasando para que le den donaciones, pasando el plato de, de debería darle vergüenza. Pero al tema de huracanes también tenemos que ver que en Los Ángeles están pasando los fuegos. Y yo creo que hay, hay, hay mucha devastación ahora, mu mucho, hay muchas cosas pasando que de verdad parece ser al fin del mundo, como muchos dicen. Eh, está pasando mucha cosa una tras de la otra. Y lo más que tengo de, de preocupación. Se me, se me traba la lengua preocupaciones es que vaya a pasar también en Florida ya que tengo familia ahí y bueno qué más puedo decir eh, es preocupante pero la gente tiene que mantenerse fuerte y esperar lo mejor pero estar preparado para lo peor Gracias otra vez por su llamada, señor Lobo, y es un placer, ya que usted sabe que le contesto para atrás en español. Aunque mucha gente no va a entender lo que estoy diciendo, y bueno, también mucha gente en español no va a entender porque mi español es un poco diferente de la mayoría de, por ejemplo, los españoles. Pero espero que el punto o sea, se entiende y... Le agradezco su llamada, de verdad. Hasta luego y hablamos pronto. Espero que esté pasándola bien y que tenga un buen día. Hey guys, this is Alba Nouveau from Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut. I want to give a huge shout out to NC Blogger Network for the correction on my segment about Joel Osteen. Lisa Olstein is his sister. I've actually went and tried to Google it because um, NC told me that Victoria is Joel Osteen's wife. So I went on Google because, you know, you gotta Google stuff when you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and it seems like Lisa Osteen is actually Joel Osteen's sister. Lisa Osteen is an associate pastor at the Lakewood Church in Houston, Texas. Mind you this, the largest church in the United States, well known for practical, easy to understand messages. She is no stranger to the ordinary. So this obviously continues to be a family affair where they work together to take people's monies and become millionaires because, you know, that's what family are for. Thank you so much once again, once again for the correction and stay tuned to, I don't know, maybe I'll do another segment. Maybe I'll just call it a night 
with my next segment coming up but this is a huge shout out to nc blogger network thank you once again for listening i'm nouveau here with unfiltered unpolished and uncut Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and cut. We have two more call-ins before I call it a night. Let's see what they have to say. What's happening, Alba? It's Daco. Thanks for hitting the, the star button and hanging out with us on the corner. It means a lot. I really, 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 really appreciate it. So I just wanted to uh, call you and uh, personally tell you uh, thank you. So I uh, really am uh, thankful for that. So thank you so much. Hey Alba, this is your boy Grey Wolf and I just wanted to say thank you for the wonderful information about the hurricanes and the and the, hur- and the information about like the different apps you can use and and about the newer, you know, Hurricane Irma that's about to cause destruction as well. Uh, it's kind of crazy, right? Like, you know, two category 5 Hurricanes in you know less than two weeks. That's that's a lot for any country. You know, it's just it's just United States is going crazy. But I'm glad there's people like you that you know putting this information out there. I made sure that I uh, reposted those seg- a couple of those segments. And hope you have a good day. Alba Nouveau here, unfiltered, unpolished, and uncut. Thank you so much to The Corner and Grey Wolf for your call-ins. Um, the Corner, no worries. Thank you so much for your support as well. And um, The Grey Wolf, it, it's the United States is taking a beating right now. And um, it's pretty sad. But um, all we can do is hope for the best. And I'm hoping that everyone is preparing for hurricanes that lives on Florida, Puerto Rico is going to get hit obviously first and it's it's very worrying. I have a lot of family and friends in Florida and um, I know a couple of people in Puerto Rico so it just kind of worries me a bit but I can pray and pray hopefully everyone else does that these disasters don't take take out too many people or do too much damage to structures I mean Harvey's already done that and I'm sure that it's gonna make the resources a little scarce so I'm really hoping for the best and I hope everyone who doesn't know this information has shared it to others who may not know the information I'm gonna end the show for today. I want to thank everyone who's tuned in, everyone who's called in, everyone who's left comments, and um, till tomorrow. Thank you so much for listening. This has been Alba Nouveau with Unfiltered, Unpolished, and Uncut.